Hoyt, and this show is brought to you by the Law Offices of Hoyt and Bryan, where we create estate plans for pets and their people. It's also brought to you by Animal Care Trust USA, a not-for-profit organization dedicated to keeping loved pets in loving homes. Today, I am proud to introduce to you our special guest. Her name is Anna Skaya. She is the founder and the CEO of a company called Base Paws. Welcome, Anna, to the show. Thank you for having me here, Peggy. Thank you. Oh, you are so welcome. Um, we are really looking forward to learning about you and Base Paws. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I'm an entrepreneur. Base Paws is actually my fourth company. So I've been launching companies, especially brands, for the last 10 years. Um, this is my first company in this amazing, wonderful world of pets and also in this very up-and-coming world of genetics. Absolutely. And um, so many things that we are about to learn about um, genetics and pets and cats in particular. So tell us a little bit about how you got the idea for Base Paws and the whole process of starting the company. Sure. So the idea came about three years ago, and it has to do with my own cat, Coco. Um, and if your listeners want to check out what Coco is or looks like, you can go to basepaws.com and go to team. She is the queen of the show. She runs this company. She's the first thing on the team page. She's a sassy lady. You know, she likes her way. And she's just a really cool cat. Um, I got a chance to meet with somebody that works for 23andMe. 23andMe is a human DNA company. Many of your listeners have heard about it. And 23andMe and I um, had a meeting about, well, about cats, about the fact that genetics is widely available for humans. It's also widely available for dogs. But three years ago, no one really was making genetics widely available for cats and cat owners. So 23 in one of our meetings said, you know what, Anna, you should do a company called 23 and Meow. And we laughed and we thought it was all really funny. But then I went home and bought that URL, 23andmeow.com. And I said, well, you know, I love my cat and I really love this idea of genetics and why not? Um, I had a co-founder who was a geneticist and we just got started really with the vision of, man, there's more cats in the United States than dogs, but why are they so underfunded, understudied, and, and really underrepresented in science. That has to change. So we changed it. That is very, very cool. So um, I do see Coco's picture. She is a beautiful, um, <laughs> looks like a black um, uh, tortie. Yes, she's a tortie. She's a tortie. Okay. So she was one of the first cats that ever got her DNA sequence by base paws. Um, and we are constantly adding more and more cats to our database so that everyone's reports, including Coco's, gets better and better. Yes. So the more people that use Base Paws, the better the results that um, come out of that experience, right? For everybody. Yes. It's called the network effect. It means that with every new sample that gets added, we genuinely just learn more about cats. We learn more about which genes are associated with which disease, with which traits. But the only way for us to learn more is for us to get more customers to participate, more samples in. So that's why it's really important for a lot of pet owners to know about Base Paws. 
Um, we also do an enormous amount of free, free testing and free samples to kitties that we think are genetically important. So if you go on our website too, we talk a lot about um, diabetes, we talk a lot about genetic disease, and we're always looking for cats that have those diseases so that we can get a hold of their DNA. We can learn more about it. Absolutely. So that makes a lot of sense. So I guess if anyone's listening and they have a cat who has diabetes or feline leukemia or any of the other kind of common cat diseases, you might want to hear from them, right? Yes, we would. And uh, we have a lot of that information on our site. You can go and see which diseases we're looking at right now and see if you qualify. And if you qualify, you get a free test. Oh, that's really cool. Well, none of my cats have any of those things, so um, I, I won't good. qualify. Um, so, oh, yeah, just tell us the basics, though. So if, if somebody's just tuning in and they hear us talking about cat DNA, why would we want to get our cat's DNA sequenced in the first place? Sure. So there's really two reasons, and they're quite different. The first is that based on us after, oh gosh, two years of nonstop R&D, has found a way to take our domestic short hairs, our polycats, our mutts, and to break down their DNA so that we can understand which breeds, which known breeds, your kitty's DNA is closest to. This was not possible before. We knew we could do this for us humans, you know, you're part Scottish or part Irish, but, and we also could do this for dogs. Obviously, you know, you can, you can figure out which breeds your dog is, but you just could not do this for cats. So we spent a long time, we've sequenced an enormous amount of purebreds to create these patterns, to create these uh, pipelines. And now for the first time really ever, you can take your mixed breed kitty and you can sequence it and you can find out what breeds it's closest to. So it really creates this an enormous amount of connection and joy for pet owners when they finally find out that their mixed breed cat is closer to a Siamese or closer to a Persian um, it's, it really opens up a new way of knowing your pet. And that's one thing. And I think when you look at base files, that is kind of our calling card. We can tell you what breeds make up your kitty. It's awesome. But then the, the other side of that report, the flip side that really is, I would say, more actionable, uh, more valuable, really, is we test for 40 different traits and health markers to make sure that your kitty isn't positive for things like uh, PKD or HCM um, or retinal degeneration. These are the types of diseases that come from genetics. And if you test for it, first of all, if your kitty is healthy like yours, Peggy, oh, that's a peace of mind to know that at least genetically your cat is healthy. But if you find out that you have a positive report your relationship with your veterinarian, your relationship with your pet becomes very different. And it's really important to know those things. So that's the two things that you get from the report right now. Well, I can see where that would be really important because if you, um, like, I'll just use my cats as an example. My kitty forest I found out in the woods. So I have no idea, you know, what wow. his background is at all. And then my kitty Jenny um, is clearly part Siamese, but I really don't know anything about her heritage either. And so that could be really good information for me to have um, because I don't have any idea their lineage or who they came from or what potential genetic traits they might carry. 
Right. So that is, ex especially when you get your kitty from a shelter or you find the kitty outside, you don't know anything. And, and you now have genetics, which is a door. It opens up a door into a whole new world of understanding your pet. And you know, our pets can't speak, but their DNA speaks loud and clear about who they are. Um, it really is a wonderful new science that should definitely be available for, for cat owners, because why, why is it available for everyone else but us? Right. So we're going to have to get you on NPR because this morning they did a whole program on dog DNA. See, there you go. When was the last time anyone really talked about cat genetics? It just, it's just not something that general media talks about it. And we want to change that. I think that's fair. Equal opportunity for cats. Exactly. Absolutely. I stand behind that. I do too. So explain to us the four-step process for somebody who um, might engage with base paws. Sure. So it's quite simple. You go on our website, basepaws.com, and you order a kit. A kit is about $100, depending on if you get it on sale or not. And we send you that kit within, a within 24 hours. You receive it. It looks like a little box and inside of it is a swab, a cotton swab, looks like one of those swabs you clean your ears with. And you take a few seconds, some, some cat owners might balk at this and say, oh, my cat will never allow me to take a swab into her mouth. No, that is not true, I guarantee you, it is very, very simple. You take a swab, you just swipe it across her mouth a little bit, just get some of those cheek cells or tongue cells or saliva on the swab and you send the swab back to us. It arrives in our laboratory here in Los Angeles, um, and we work on it in our own lab. So we have a lab here in LA that does all this work ourselves. We do all this work ourselves. And within between six to nine weeks, depending on um, holiday time or whatnot, you will receive a report on your account on basepaws.com, and that report will give you a breakdown of the breed and a breakdown of the health. And not only are you understanding your cat better, you're contributing your cat's genetics understanding cats in general excellent and and because we want all cats to be represented the more cats we can get into the system the better correct yes exactly. so if if i'm looking at a sample uh, report and i think i can see one online right sure yes you can yes, okay you tell can. us a little bit about what we would be seeing in the report sure so um, again, the report breaks into the health report and the breed report. The breed report takes your kitty's DNA and it compares it right now to, I think, 27 different breeds. There's about 55 breeds uh, for cats in general, and we're always, always adding new breeds to our report. For now, we have 27, and we compare your cat to one by one to all these 27 breeds. And we see, well, this, most cats are mixed breeds. So we see, well, this is a mixed breed kitty, but it's closer to this breed and it's got some of this other breed in there. So we do this kind of map, we call it a, uh, a breed index. And we tell you, well, you have a mixed breed cat, but it's closer to these breeds. So keep track of those breeds. Perhaps there's something health related in those breeds that you also need to pay attention to. But mostly the, the breed report is, it's fun. It's, it's very good for bonding with your pet. And then the flip side of that is the health report. And we look at 40 different markers and we tell you if you're positive or negative for those markers. Those are the things that are really important to share 
with the vet and for you to always be aware of. Um, again, if it's negative, definitely a peace of mind to so know that your kitty is healthy. And if it's positive, um, we help you understand what to do with that information. And we, of course, bring your veterinarian in. That's excellent. And people can take these reports to their veterinarian as well, right? Yes. Yes. Um, that is exactly what, what those should be done with. You should definitely take it to your vet. So one of the things they were saying actually on the um, on the expose this morning was that these reports are helpful, but you shouldn't necessarily just make healthcare related decisions based on the report um, because you wouldn't want to necessarily start a course of treatment just because it says your cat has this marker, um, but you would want to be aware that there was the potential for that in the future. Absolutely. And, and we are a supplement to your relationship with your veterinarian. Your veterinarian really is the go-to for your, your cat's health. But imagine how much stronger and better off your relationship with your vet is when you can show this additional information. Veterinarians love data. When you show them additional data, they can create a health plan for your pet that's better using the data that we show them. Yes, they can. And so that is very good information. So how is base pause different from other genetic tests? Well, there really isn't any out there that is for us, you and I, pet owners. There's a test that's for breeders. So if you're a breeder listening, I'm sure you know there's UC Davis or A&M that can go and look at the same types of markers that we look at. And they'll tell you, well, you're breeding these two kitties, uh, but be careful. This cat has a recessive or a dominant marker for something that you just don't want to, you don't want to breed. You don't want to make kittens with this cat. There's companies um, mostly run by university labs that work directly with breeders. And that's about it. There's really no other company out there in the world that can A, tell you if your kitty is uh, if your kitty's breed is more of, let's say, Maine Coon or more Persian, that is not something that exists outside of baseball. Um, and there are probably companies out there, again, connected to universities that could test for certain markers. But again, no one tests for all the markers that we test for. Okay. So we find ourselves in this really interesting place where um, we're the really the, the speakers. We're we're the megaphones for CAD genetics. Um, I'm sure there will be other companies coming on board, but for now, we are really the only ones. Nice place to be. Well, it's a really special and, and important place to be. We really want to be championing cat health and CAD genetics for everybody. Excellent. Well, and because this is so unique, you had the opportunity to appear on Shark Tank. Tell us a little bit about that. We did. We did. So we, um, we filmed. So first of all, we applied to Shark Tank twice. Um, but because we were still quite young, I, I earlier mentioned that we spent about two years building the science. So we applied once when we still were just building. We were still just creating the test. And well, the folks at Shark Tank said, yeah, interesting product, but come back to us when, you know, you're selling it. Let's see if people want it. And um, we launched it about two years ago, and people want it. People like it. It's a good product. So with that in mind, we went back to Shark Tank. took about oof, four months for us to go through all the different channels that you need to go through to get on the show. 
And then finally, we got on the show. The sharks love, uh, well, they love women entrepreneurs. They love cat products. Um, and the, the taping was here in Los Angeles. That was convenient. We taped about a year ago, and then we, we were on the show in May of this year. And if you haven't seen the episode, I highly recommend it. It's really funny. There's a person dressed up like a cat. It does not behave. Um, and we just, we had a nice laugh. It, it turned out to be a really fun experience for us. We had two sharks that had a little cat fight about jumping into the deal. And ultimately we walked away with the deal with two of the sharks. Um, one of them, I'm going to tell you what, how, how it happened. So I'm going to ruin the, the surprise, but one of the sharks was Robert Hershevik and the second shark was Mr. Wonderful. It's kind of a surprise because people don't think he's a cat guy. But he's a cat guy. And um, it's been really fun since then, too. We've been going to a lot of Shark Tank events. And, you know, Shark Tank was a really powerful platform, not to tell the world about base costs particularly, but to tell the world that you can now do this for your cats. People just didn't know. You know, I don't think anyone really remembered our name, but people remembered that you could do this. And that was the biggest thing for us. So now, we are finally telling everyone, hey, 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 this is not just for, for dogs or for people anymore. It's for cats, too. And um, so how did you come up with the name Base Paws? Well, I mentioned that we were at first called 23 and Meow. Yep. Um, but because we decided that we should really be our own brand, we shouldn't be connected to any others. Um, Base paws came from base pairs of your DNA, the, the base pairs you have, and paws as the paws of a kitty. So base paws it was. And I actually really, really love the name. We get a chance to play around with it, and um, it's been great. That's good. So, um, so you're doing a lot of events now that your show has aired on Shark Tank and starting to get more well-known. And um, how many cats do you have in your database now? So we are growing our database leaps and bounds. We're adding thousands and thousands a month. Um, I would say we don't have, uh, we still want more. There's an element of, um, of, of like a point reached. And I don't think we've reached that point yet where we feel like, wow, we've got probably the largest database of cat genetic data. I think next year, 2020 is, is a really critical year for us. It will be the year when we have the largest data database of cat genetic data. Um, and it really will be the year for us to show the world how valuable this product is. So 2020 is really our year. Okay, so we need to focus on that. Um, getting, I mean, there's like 83 million cats that are owned in this country. So that's just the United States. Amazing, I know. And there's more cats than dogs. It, it really baffles me when we have more cats than dogs. We have more cats per household than dogs. And yet something like 20% of all companies that are out there are cat specific. And the rest are either dog specific or for cats and dogs, which basically means dogs first. So it's really a shame that there are no companies that are just for cats. That, I mean, there, there are some, but there's not as many. Um, and we really want to champion not only the growth of base flaws, but the growth of all cat companies out there. Yes, and uh, and get more and more cats into homes and more and more um, cats out of shelters and into those loving homes. 
Absolutely. And, and the thing with shelter is we also have, have found that if you can share with the new pet owner the genetics of the kitty that they're about to adopt, um, whether it's their clean health report or their uh, breed association report, the pet owners seem to have a, first of all, they get adopted more and faster, but the relationship with the kitty becomes more solid. So there is no going back. You know, a lot of shelters experience this problem. People adopt and then they bring the kitties back. With genetics, the bonding, the information, the knowledge about the kitty is so, there's so much more of it with genetics that pet owners don't bring those cats back. So actually, we want to start working with more shelters. And if your listeners know of shelters that might want to work with us, please have them reach out to us. Absolutely. Um, I will mention to our local shelter here and um, some of the other cat organizations that are here locally. Um, I, we have lots of friends in the uh, cat industry. Wonderful. Please do. Yeah, yeah, so I I noticed that one of the other things that's on the website at basepaws.com is um and this is something else that you talk about in your report. But tell us a little bit about what the wildcat index is. <laughs> of course. Oh, people love this one. So, this came from kind of our our understanding of how the human reports were set up and if any of your listeners have done a 23 and me report they remember something called the neanderthal index so the neanderthal index is very similar science-wise to the wildcat index and listen all the kitties and all the humans are connected to their ancestors in the exact same line so all humans come from the neanderthal in some way and all kitties come from their their main um past big cats in some way. However, when you line up all the cats in our database, and I mentioned we have thousands and thousands, you do have some variations. So you do have some cats that are closer genetically to a lion or a puma or a cheetah than others. I often get asked, well, does that even matter? What does it matter? It doesn't matter. I don't, I don't care if my cat is a tiny, tiny, tiny bit more cheetah than other cats. Well, I guess People like that have a point, but it's so fun to really understand in our whole database, what if your cat is in the 99th percentile of cheetahs? Isn't that cool? Your cat is a little bit more like a cheetah than the rest of the cats in our database. Um, so in some ways, it's a fun, it's probably the most fun part of our report. It's also a way for you to connect and get to know your cat better. And then what about Coco? What are, what are her um, wildcat index tell us? So Coco is, she's not in the highest percentiles. Coco is about an average cat. Well, don't tell her that, she'll get mad. But she's, she's more um, of a cheetah. Actually, I think her wildcat index was cheetah first. That's why cheetah's on my mind. Um, so yeah, so you know, I, I love that because it's the part that gets users to share their report. I see more people sharing the wildcat index of their cat on social media than any other part of the report. And you know, it's so valuable to have people share because that's one of the ways we get to tell the world about feline genetics and feline health is when people share this in social media. So anything that we can create as a company that's viral and fun and funny and interesting that will get you as the pet owner to participate and to share, then we have succeeded in 
um, elevating the conversation about cats for the whole world. And I think that is a really important place for us as base for us to be in, to be that driver of information about feline genetics and feline health. Yes, because ultimately it leads to um, longevity for our cats. Isn't that right? Exactly. So actually, it's really interesting. You know, we, we simply think that cats, you know, cats that live until 12 or 15 are, oh, they're so old. But it's not true. There are cats that could live until 20. And we should not be okay with just 12 or 15. There are things that we can do. There's ways that we could treat them. There's ways we can feed them that could keep our cats living longer. And dogs too. And this is one of the main things that I know scientists all over the world are studying right now is how do you ensure that your pets are living longer? And there's even a project that I know is out there called, I think, Project 25. And Project 25 is all about making sure that we get our cats to live until 25 years old. And it's possible, it's biologically possible. It's just a matter of taking care of them better, understanding them better, feeding them better. So we also stand behind that. Well, and I am a big proponent of um, pet health and wellness and longevity. And I had a cat who lived to be 21. So I was very oh, proud of that. Wow. See, there you go. So it's definitely possible. And it should not be an exception. It should be the norm. And there's ways for us as pet parents to care for our cats better, which means understanding them, which means genetic testing. And once you know them better and you understand them better, you can take care of them better. For sure. And then they will live longer and um, it will just make it wonderful because my cats are such a big part of my everyday life. I mean, I, I love dogs, but I also love cats. Um, I have more right. dogs than I have cats, but um, I've had as many as five cats at the same time. And um, I'm down to two at the moment. So um, uh-huh. makes it feel like I don't have a lot of cats. Um, but th- my dogs That's make awesome. up for it since I have seven dogs at the moment. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, um, and they all get along. So nobody can say that cats and dogs can't live together in the same household because they certainly can. And um, I, I will always have cats and dogs together. I was commenting to somebody over the weekend that uh, I, I actually miss having some barn cats at the moment. I, I always used to have both inside cats and then a couple of ferals that uh, managed to find me and were my barn cats. Um, so enjoy having those at we- as well. I, I'm a huge cat lover. I, I, I appreciate dogs, uh, but I just love the mystery and the quirkiness of cats. And I've always had cats, and I think I will always have cats. Yes, good. Good for you. Well, what what would you like to leave us with, um, Anna, and um, with regard to base paws or cats in general? Well, I want to say that our business is still very, very young. We're growing because pet owners around the world are recognizing the need for this product, and we appreciate that. But what I want to say is, we are recognizing the need for getting as many samples into the database as we possibly can so that everybody's reports become more powerful so we add more data so we add more health markers into our results and hopefully save lives this is what we're all about i'm dedicating my life to this and so is my team so i would love to encourage all your listeners um, to go on basefoss.com and purchase the kit we do lots of different fun events and deals 
Um, sign up to our newsletter to stay on top of that. But cat genetics is so cool. There are so many things we still don't know. We'll be peeling, peeling this onion forever. Um, so be a part of it. Have your kitty's genetics be a part of this too. And I see that you're having a holiday sale. So people should go to basepaws.com yes. and check out the holiday sale. And you can also hit the little spinning wheel and uh, win some money off and uh, all kinds of fun things going exactly. on on the site. And exactly. exactly. Along with the blog. Um, or maybe you don't have a cat, but you know somebody that has a cat. You can get a gift card for uh, from Santa. Exactly. Oh, this is a great gift for all your cat loving friends for sure. Um, yes, I think it is considering it's the time of year when we should be thinking about that. So for the cat lover who has everything, I know they don't have this. So, um, base paws would be an excellent cat gift this year. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. So we can find you at basepaws.com. We can also find you on Facebook. We can also find you on Twitter. You can follow Coco on Instagram, I believe. Yes, you can follow Coco on Instagram. Please do. She's a really funny and feisty cat. She posts Great. a lot. Yes, and we can subscribe to your newsletter as well so that we can stay abreast of everything that is going on in the cat world. Right. Exactly. Well, Please do. Well, thank you so much to Anna Skaya, our special guest and founder and CEO of Base Paws. And I'm very excited about the work that they are doing. And I would encourage each and every one of you um, as a listener to uh, reach out to basepaws.com if you're a cat lover or if you know someone who's a cat lover. I bet you do. And um, thank you for joining us this week. You can find us on Facebook at All My Children Wear Fur Coats, also on Twitter at Kids in Fur Coats. And please support your local animal charities. And until there are none, please adopt one. And we will talk to you next week. Have a great week and happy tails.